Welcome to the James Exchange, Friday Forward, July 16, 2021. I am your host, Nancy Gill. For today's show, we have Aaron Root of the Scottsville Center for Arts and the Natural Environment. SCAN is a nonprofit organization that has been serving the greater Scottsville area for the past 16 years. On Thursday, July the 22nd, from 6.30 to 7.30, SCAN is leading a participatory design process on their 13 acres. They want to hear from you, our community, on what to do with the SCAN land. The property is on Hardware Street, directly across from the Scottsville Cemetery. All are welcome and creative ideas are appreciated. I spoke with Aaron at the Scottsville Pollinator Festival, which was held on Saturday, June the 26th. She was promoting the workshop and gave insight on how important native plants are for providing a healthy environment for our pollinators. I also had the opportunity to sit with Allison Wickham, who is a beekeeper and owner of Siller Pollinator Company. She does a lot of consulting, setting up hives and habitats. There is a hive on the SCAN land, and what a great partnership it would be to have these two organizations educate us on the importance of native plantings and beekeeping. Other events for the coming days are Outside Movie Night, Saturday, July the 17th at 9 p.m. Bring your chairs and a snack to Victory Hall for the next Outside Family Movie Night. The Charlottesville Band will be playing on Tuesday, August the 17th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Canal Basin Square. This is a free concert. The Rivertown Festival is scheduled for September the 11th. Details will be coming. So I am here at the 2021 Scottsville Pollinator Festival and I'm with Aaron Root and Aaron is the president of SCAN which is Scottsville Center for Arts and the Natural Environment and I'm going to ask her how she feels SCAN can contribute to the long-term goals of keeping Scottsville a bee city. Hi Nancy. Hi Erin. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for asking me. SCAN's role in uh, the pollinator initiative and the larger advocacy for our, our environment being about education and um, having programs that educate community members about the value of planting native species and the role that they play in keeping the health of our pollinators around because if we if we don't plant native then we don't keep our pollinators around and then we can't grow our food and we can't have our honey and um, we can't continue to have what we have here so for example if we're planting crepe myrtles which are not native they don't contribute in any capacity um, to our environment as opposed to if we planted dogwoods or red buds then um, those pollinators that our pollinators come and um, pollinate those plants and the surrounding plants um, and I think I think that educational programs are the key to informing our communities about about that. So I know that you have done a survey on what to do with the scan land and I 
know that you're also having a special day to bring people together. Would you please talk about that so I can help push it out? Oh, yes, please, Nancy. <laughs> so we had a survey that was the, the uh, initial uh, information gathering stage of what does the community want on the 13 acres that Bobby Spencer donated to SCAN. Um, we had 255 responses. We had a, a uh, it was purely online, um, so a great turnout. We got some really great feedback, feedback that we we did not um, know we would get, which is what you want from a survey, things that you, you wouldn't assume. Um, it was uh, a large collection of um, di diverse groups of people, which is what we wanted. We want this Scanland to be a place where um, people from Albemarle, Buckingham, Pluvanna, and beyond can gather. Because Scottsville is at the crux, at the intersection of all of these um, all of these counties, and there's a huge opportunity for us to bring a diverse group of people here. So um, we gathered uh, that information from the survey, and on July 22nd, from 6 to 7.30 p.m., we'll have a walking tour and our first workshop. So again, uh, information gathering, but it, it will be more of an activity than filling out a survey. Um, and the idea is not many people have been on the scan land. So um, we want to, to show people what it's like. It's these 13 acres where there's this, these, all of these different um, ecosystems are packed into one. So we've got rolling hills, we've got um, a, a, a creek, we've got a pond, we have forest, we have um, uh, grasslands. Um, we've just planted around 120 native trees. We've also planted native wildflowers. So there's a lot to see on the land and there's a lot of opportunity for it, um, both um, from an environmental perspective, uh, uh, arts perspective, and the intersection between the two. So we want to we want to have everybody's feedback on what they are interested in seeing more of in um, in our region. Thank you so much, Erin. That sounds fantastic. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks, Nancy. That wasn't so bad, was it? No, I. I'm sitting with Allison, and she is a beekeeper. And not only does she keep her own bees, she also goes around and she assists her clients with issues and questions that they may have. So good morning, Allison. Good morning, Nancy. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So just give sort of um, your view of beekeeping in this region and kind of like where your clients are from and how much um, the Scottsville Supply Company has impacted beekeeping in the state of Virginia. Yeah, so in Virginia, you don't have too, too many larger commercial operations. So what we have in Virginia is a lot of smaller scale and or hobbyist beekeepers, which means maybe they have four beehives in their backyard. Um, and, you know, I, I have clients going from sort of up in Culpeper, west of Harrisonburg, south to Dinwiddie, east of Richmond. So that's kind of my Central Virginia diamond that I go and I, I will 
consult with backyard beekeepers to just be an extra set of eyes to help them look at what is going on in their hives. Um, but I will also manage hives for farms and estates. And usually for the farms and estates, what they're interested in is either the, the land use tax credits associated with keeping bees on their property and or just the general ecosystem services that bees provide. And I also will um, will help, you know, putting in pollinator habitat and, and with native bees and things like that. But the majority of it, what I do is honeybees. And the Scottsville Supply Company has been huge here in Scottsville because we get people that come from all over the state. There's only a few stores like it in the state. And it's one of the larger suppliers in the state of beekeeping equipment good high quality beekeeping equipment that you don't have to order online to be shipped to you from all over the world. And so, you know, you you also can go into the store and talk to knowledgeable staff and ask questions and put your hands on equipment. And it, it's really helpful for people to be able to come and see that. And I think also people just wandering in from the street are probably beekeepers now because they go in and they become fascinated with what's going on in there. And some of those people are now my clients who, you know, they they got into beekeeping because they walked, they came to Scottsville, floated down the river, went wandering around, got a beer and went into the Scottsville supply store and ended up getting into beekeeping. And, you know, it's, I always say it's not rocket science, but it's not easy. And so it, it's nice to be able to call somebody like me to come out and just lend a hand. Thank you. That sounds great. So you're keeping busy. Oh my gosh, I'm very busy. <laughs> well, it was really great talking with you. Thank you. It was good talking to you too. On Monday Matters, I will be discussing the Scottsville Town Council's public meeting agenda with carryover from the June 21st public meeting and the July 12th work session. They meet on Monday, July the 19th for their July public meeting. I hope you enjoy today's show. Stay out of the heat and I will see you around town.